Welcome to Every Quarter, the voice of Andover, Phillips Academy's official podcast where we share the compelling stories and ideas of our faculty, alumni, students, and distinguished campus guests. Our monthly show features candid conversations on current events, academia, and Andover's connection to important matters happening around the world. If you like what we do, be sure to subscribe on iTunes, and while you're there, leave us a review, comment, and rating. Your feedback helps promote every quarter and helps us tell the type of stories you want to hear. Jonathan Adler, class of 2008, is unnecessarily humble, completely self-deprecating, and a hilarious talent. As a staff writer for The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon, Adler is part of the team that as he describes it, makes people laugh and feel good every night before they go to bed. On this episode of Every Quarter, Adler traces his comedic roots from writing for the Philippian to the Harvard Lampoon to late-night TV in New York. He discusses his first on-air pitch, how he ended up on camera in a reoccurring bit, and one controversial feature satire that had the PA administration knocking at his door. While he admits Andover initially wasn't where he wanted to be, 10 years later he now credits his burgeoning writing career to his time spent telling jokes and finding his voice in the basement of Morse Hall. I heard a story that you were very homesick when you first got here. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, Jenny must have remembered that if I I, <laughs> I think Miss Malik's whole Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I very badly wanted to leave school and was begging my parents to let me get out of here. <laughs> Um, but they made me stick it out sort of to see if I would like it more, uh, which I did after probably about a year. Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, it was pretty tough at first, but the teachers and a lot of the administrators here were very cool and pretty used to dealing with homesick nerds. So it was, uh, not as crazy of an adjustment as as it would seem. So what made you stay? What essentially kept you here? Uh, I was definitely forced to stay by my mom, but I think after that decision was made for me, I was very happy that I did stay. Sure. Um, and then the more involved I got in stuff on campus, the happier I got. Uh, really, the busier I got, the, the happier I became, sure. which was fun. And um, one of those things was Philippian? Yeah, Philippian and was... Definitely the commentary section. Uh, yes, Philippian, and I wrote for Features, Features. which I think now yep. is called uh, eighth page. the Eighth Page. Yep. Um, so the kind of humor section, Yep. Uh, which was uh, really an awesome thing to be a part of and definitely not something that other high schools really have, like an uncensored weekly yep. comedy section is pretty much unheard of. Uh, so do you think maybe that's where you kind of found a voice or an outlet for some of your ideas? How, yeah. How, how would that... Uh, help you sort of find where you maybe are now? Uh, features was super influential. It's probably the most influential thing that I, on my, what ended up happening in my future yeah, that I did sure. here for sure. Um, just to have a, two full pages to fill every week kind of created this desperate scramble to crank out material to throw onto two pages, most of which was pretty bad. <laughs> but um, the fact that it was uncensored and that we kind of needed to find other students who were interested in comedy writing, which, you know, when you're in high school, not a lot of people know that they want to do something like that, mm-hmm. uh, was a really cool opportunity, and it kind of forced you to write a lot. I was just writing a lot every week, which I think, you know, outside of something like the Philippian, I don't think most kids would be writing comedy every week. Sure. Um, so that really set me up 
well to sort of sharpen my own mm-hmm. whatever comedic voice I was figuring out. Yep. Uh, don't get me wrong, it was all very bad. <laughs> but uh, well, we all look back on high school, <laughs> and you know, it's bad, but yeah. it it helps. You know, it, yeah. it's better to write something than nothing. Right. Totally. Um, a lot of bad jokes you find the, the diamond sort of so yeah um, only got in trouble three or four times with the administration that's good yeah uh, I think we published a there had been all of these I don't know if they still do this but everybody was getting these emails all the time when there was construction on campus it still happened yeah and they, but the, <laughs> the font the font was like needlessly enormous it was huge <laughs> so it would say like campus construction alert you know, Sam Phil. We could probably whatever. pull one up, and it'll yeah. be the exact same template. And I just we I remember thinking like this font is so big, this is ridiculous. So we did one day, one week in features, we needed to fill a whole page, mm. and some stuff had fallen through, and we were kind of scrambling to meet the deadline. So we did a full page in the biggest font you could fit, like size ninety font. It said campus construction alert. Uh, the and then it said the penis statue was going to be circumcised. <laughs> and that was, and it went to print and it went out to the whole school. And that, I think, was the first time when I was the editor that I got an email from the administration sure. saying, like, hey, we know that you guys are uncensored, but maybe try to censor yourself a little more next time. But it's a good, good story. Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> I think, as far as reasons that that section has gotten in trouble, that's not so bad. <laughs> um, Cool. So, um, what did you sort of uh, like the most about features? Was it sort of the satire, the sort of long form writing, straight monologue jokes? What, what sort of were you drawn to? Uh, I'm trying to remember. I honestly, when I first got here, I thought it was cool that you could get your picture in the paper, and I definitely thought that would help me meet girls. Okay. Um, that did not really pan out, but uh, I did get my photo in there every week because we would just put pictures of ourselves to fill space um but i think the most fun we had was usually when some sort of campus-wide event would happen or i remember every year we would do a there would be some survey that all the whole school would have to take and so then we would do sort of a parody of the questions and anytime you could sort of parody something that all the students had just seen and kind of turn it around in a few days that was always fun and and exciting that sort of real-time instant gratification yeah totally yeah. and it, I mean when you're that age it's just fun to see your name in the newspaper <laughs> and so that yeah. was that was definitely fun nice. definitely wasn't doing it with any sort of career aspirations it yep. was very short-sighted how do I get a date to blue and silver <laughs> what do I do <laughs> did it work uh, I don't think I ever went alone so I guess okay. it worked in some way but right. they were all pity dates for sure <laughs> Um, so after Andover, you go to Harvard? Yes, yeah. And were you involved with the Lampoon at all? Yes, so I wrote for the Harvard Lampoon. Great. And I really think the fact that I had written for features for four years yep. was very helpful when I began applying to the Lampoon because I think I'd sort of already cut my teeth a little bit. Yep. Um, so that, I think, served me pretty well there. Cool. Have you seen the, the Netflix movie? Uh, yes. The one about Doug Kenny? Yes. The documentary or yeah. the, the movie one? The There's movie one with... With uh, Will Forte? Will Forte, yeah, Joel yeah. McHale. Yeah, I did yeah. see that. Yeah. yeah, it was very interesting. Is it true? I mean, like, they play a lot with the medium there and, like, yeah. breaking the fourth wall and a lot of interesting narrative. Is that 
sort of legend you know still there was as when, when you were there writing I think factually most of what was yeah. in that movie seemed pretty true cool. um, and I think the lampoon has remained a very fun place for the undergrads to yeah. write jokes and tell jokes so that that part I think the spirit of that nice. is very much still around cool um, so after Harvard uh, how would you say you broke into the entertainment industry or landed your job at Fallon now um, I got super lucky as an undergrad, and I got an internship at what was then Late Night with Jimmy Fallon. Okay. And then when I graduated from college about a year later, and I was applying to a bunch of different shows, mostly in the late night space, um, the fact that I had interned at Fallon, I think, helped my packet get read, because they get a lot of packets. Sure. Um... And I got super lucky again that they were looking for, uh, at that time, a writer's assistant. Okay. Um, so that's how I got back to uh, 30 Rock, to the show. Yep. Um, and then was fortunate enough to kind of write, write a lot as a writer's assistant and become a, a full writer there cool. a few years later. So, so talk to me um, a little bit about that, that packet. Uh, is it a lot of specs? Is it monologue jokes? Is it sketches? How, um, what, what do you think? You know, how, you know a lot. I can tell you know a lot <laughs> about comedy. Um, yeah, so for late night shows, usually what you write is almost like an episode of the show, a bunch of monologue jokes and then some sketch ideas. And in, our, in the case of Fallon, you'll write some jokes for some of the signature bits. Like he okay. does these things called thank you notes. Okay. So you write some thank you notes and things like that. Um, when you apply to a show like The Daily Show, you might write a couple segments on certain topics yeah. and then maybe something he would do with a correspondent or something like that. So really, each packet is sort of just a reflection of the show to sort of display that you can, you know, write stuff that would yep. be good for them. Um, cool. So what was the first joke or bit that you got on the air? Um, I can't really remember the first joke... I do a lot of monologue jokes lately, so those, I mean, at, the, at this point, there have been, those are kind of in the thousands, so there's sure, so many, yeah. but I remember the first sort of bit that I got on was this remarkably stupid thing where we had, you know those dan those fish that sing on the, like those mounted fish where you press oh, yeah, the button? Billy the Bass? Yeah, Billy Bass, like yeah. Big Mouth Billy Bass. <laughs> we did some, we did something on the show that I pitched to someone as a joke, not even as a real pitch. And then they said, like, oh, we should actually do that. And it was Big Mouth Lance Bass, who's the guy from NSYNC. NSYNC. Yeah, of course. So what we had, what we, what's crazy is the show, everyone's so good at what they do there, and it's so professional. They had these, you know, carpenters and set designers build uh, a fireplace with a huge mantle that could fit a man. And <laughs> Lance Bass came to the show for this reason. <laughs> And was positioned on the mantle of the fireplace and had to, like, flop around like a fish while singing the Billy Bass song. Okay. Like, Put Me in the Water, sure. I think is what it is. <laughs> so that, I think, was one of the first, like, bigger things that I ever got on. And I remember thinking how crazy it was that a, a kind of offhand comment had turned into, like, the actual Lance Bass having to fly to New York to, to do something like that. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> uh, so... Take us inside the, sort of the writer's room. You know, what's a pitch like? What is sort of the camaraderie around the table? Are you um, sharing ideas, collaborating? How, how would that work on a nightly or daily basis? 
Uh, yeah, so we so since we do five shows a week, uh, a lot of what we do is focused on that day's show. So it's a pretty uh, fast pace where you're pitching things in the morning that are going to be in the taping, which is at five o'clock each day. So and it's very much responsive to what's going on in the news. Mm -hmm. So we might be planning on doing one thing, and then the president will say something incredibly outlandish and out of left field and then you kind of have to tear up what you thought the monologue was going to be about and it becomes about something else mm -hmm. midway through the afternoon so there's sort of a mix of writing and pitching your own ideas and then taking what other people have pitched and written and sort of collaborating on that to get it into a, a better better spot so it's a little less sitting around the table and kind of riffing things out mm -hmm. than you might think, than you kind of see on a show like 30 Rock. Sure. Um, but there is some of that each afternoon, um, mainly because we just have to generate so much mm -hmm. material that a lot of it ends up being written individually and then kind of brought together at the table later in the day where we go over it. Um, and it's really fun because Jimmy is such a versatile entertainer and mm -hmm. he can sing and dance and do incredible impressions so it makes it fun for us to sort of try to come up with material that is unique to him sure um, yeah so how do you cater to his style you obviously just described it very well but you know you have colbert you have kimmel all the sort of different niche maybe audiences like how does Jimmy Fallon, you know, take his brand and apply it to, you know, the same story that everyone else is talking to. Yeah, I mean, really, we just want, I think overall, the goal is to make people laugh before they go to bed and have fun. And he says it all the time. He just genuinely wants to put a smile on everybody's face when they're watching TV at the end of a long day. Um, and we really do try to keep that in mind as we write. That's sort of our driving goal. Sure. It's just a fun upbeat positive show uh that people can can laugh at um and it is fun because every night it's totally different it might look kind of similar every night but it's you know a whole new script every single night new people new guests new... yeah how much do the guests play into that a decent amount so um, someone let's say you know timberlake maybe the obvious one but like so uh, new avengers movies coming out you have chris helmsworth coming in he wants to do a, a, a a joke or you know like how, how does that sort of work sometimes uh it kind of yeah it varies by guests like okay. you said I, usually in advance we're sort of told that you know tom cruise is going to be on the show and he's interested in doing a sketch or something or he'll have time to do something um a lot of the time it's sort of determined by the the guest's availability yeah um and then from there we go to work with jimmy coming up with fun ideas mm -hmm. for for that guest um to do something, you know, fun and unique with them. Um, so we are on a podcast. Yes. I'd be remiss not to talk about the Tariq I, and I Adler. I can't believe you're not, I don't know how you have so much knowledge of comedy in my we own do our, life. We do yeah, our yeah. research here yeah. at every quarter. So talk to me about that. Is it sort of a commentary on how bad podcasts <laughs> are? <laughs> uh, I don't think it, no, definitely not. Um, yeah, so I have this ridiculous... We haven't done it in a while. It's kind of TBD whether sure. it'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> Probably for the good of the earth, it will never return. But uh, we have this podcast where it's me talking to the MC of yep. the Roots, Tariq Trotter. Um, and uh, just mainly to talk about regular everyday things where we've sort of realized that he's had a very different life than me. 
and sure. has sort of a different uh, perspective on things, uh, mainly that he is cool and I am not cool. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's a fun thing. It, I actually did not come up with the idea to oh, do really? that. Okay. Um, that was another writer who pitched the idea, a guy named Arthur Meyer, who's very funny. Um, and I remember thinking it was a terrible idea and it would never make for good television. Uh, and then they had us record the first one and we don't know, it's not scripted and we don't know the topics beforehand. Gotcha. And the writer, Arthur will just sit there and sort of say a topic. Yeah. Like he'll literally just say like hot air balloons and then we'll talk about them for a few minutes. Okay. Um, it's a little like, I mean, it's like this, you just kind of sure. sit around talking. Um, but it's it hard to like be funny. You know, I honestly yeah. don't make a lot of jokes during yeah. it. I sort of just give my honest answers yeah. and yeah, the awkwardness I think is sure. what people seem to like and usually Tariq will uh, give a kind of zing me every now and then um, yep. but uh, yeah it's really fun I never would have uh, thought that I would ever be on camera in any meaningful way so wow. definitely another instance of crazy luck uh, sure. at the job to, to fall into something like that cool so um, where do you hope to go from here I mean you've been writing for a couple years with Fallon is it you know, do you want to go into more scripted? Is it um, stand-up? You know, what uh, what else interests you in comedy right now? Uh, I definitely love. Uh, there's a lot of great stand-up and a lot of great scripted shows right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm honestly very happy yeah. where I am, so I haven't really started looking for that next well, thing yet. So sure. for now, I'm kind of riding riding the wave that I'm on and having a good time. Cool. So, what would you uh, give for advice for incoming? Philippian editors of features for the eighth page you know what, what would you say to them for the first issue of next, uh, next school year <laughs> I would say definitely write for features if you or the eighth page definitely yeah. write for that if you have any interest in comedy and n- even if you think you'll be bad at it everyone is bad at it especially when you first start so definitely try it you get your photo in the paper uh, don't write for commentary or definitely not arts famous rival of uh, the humor page wow why I don't know. It's just comedy bad. is kind of. It's part just of bad arts. content. Arts, come on. The Weekender. Does that still come out? Yeah, it does. The Weekender. If you want to know what's going to be in arts, it's just the Weekender with more explanation. There's no need for it. <laughs> All right. On that yeah, note, yeah. Uh, this is uh, Jonathan Adler. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Every quarter is produced by the Office of Communication at Phillips Academy in Andover and made possible by a grant from the Abbott Academy Fund, continuing Abbott's tradition of boldness, innovation, and caring. Like what you've heard? Spread the word. Share EQ with friends and connect with us using the hashtag EveryQuarterPodcast. You can also find us at podcast.andover.edu. Thanks for listening. I'm Jesse Wallner. <laughs> <laughs>